You're listening to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. This is Mike Maddox. I am your host, and I have a halo behind me. So I think that this is going to be a very special show. I can feel it because of the angelic halo just shining in on the conversation today. I'm really excited to be doing the show today because I have longtime friend, longtime business partner, longtime you know, marketing director for companies I've worked with, Katie Saglin-Benny. Katie, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. It was strange uh, not having to write my own show sheet for today. So yeah, yeah. You know, it's so <laughs> weird because for years I did Bottom Line IT podcast, and you know, as people who know me well will appreciate, I did almost no work for that. It was all Katie <laughs> behind the scenes. I just showed up and hit record. I didn't even hit record. Somebody did that, and I would just yeah. start talking. Which it turns out that's what I do best is just talk. Doesn't always make sense, but I talk. (laughs) So, Katie, but it's not about me, contrary to what I usually think. It's not about me. This is about you. And I want to talk about first, tell our listeners about Elevate, because that's the company you own and run. And Mm -hmm. give us a feel for what it is, what's unique about it. Just tell us about what's going on at Elevate. Yeah, well, in short, Elevate Marketing Company is a marketing agency that specializes in social media management, marketing strategy. We even do some website design and development for brands who are really just tired of trying to do it all themselves. And there's a lot of similarities between the marketing industry and the marketing world with IT management, too, which you and I have both worked in long, long time in that industry of just, if it's technology, it's got to be the IT management responsibility, right? And so it just, Mm -hmm. the IT management has just accumulated all these responsibilities because it plugs into the network or because you use a computer to access it. It's digital and it's tied to the internet. So it has to be your responsibility, right? And that's not always the case, but especially with the marketing umbrella, there is a vast array of responsibilities from PR and communications to social media management to ad management. And then you have different layers too of strategy and implementation and planning and remediation and all of those things. And honestly, that's a lot of responsibility to put on a single person or even a small team of people. Just to interject, especially a single person or a single group of people where that's not their love and great. That's not what they Mm -hmm. do well, like IT people. I mean, IT people, not to, you know, paint too broad a stroke, but in general, they're not marketing minded. That's not what they do. Even at the executive level at companies, that's not necessarily what they think about. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, one of my goals has always been to help business owners look at all the pieces of the puzzle. Like it's coming up on Christmas time. A lot of people in winter, people are playing a lot of like puzzles and that sort of thing. Let's lay all the jigsaw pieces out on the table and let's start piecing it together to figure out what your marketing picture looks like. And you have to have that visual. And I guess that's one of my core strengths as a visionary is to look at the big picture and see where social media falls into the big picture. Where does email marketing fall in? How do people feel about your logo? How do you make people feel with your brand? And that's just one of the core specialties that we have. We have narrowed it down to our core bread and butter of social media and digital ad management, marketing strategy, and website design and development. That's usually the bare basics of what people need. 
But yeah. then we've also designed our business model that if there's not a service that we offer in-house, we have a whole pool of creative entrepreneurs and freelancers and contractors that we have relationships with that we can piece together that solution for them. So if you need a videographer, a graphic designer, those types of things, that makes sense to be able to have a trusted group of people right. and companies that you can lean on. And for our clients, they can talk to one company and we kind of source out and figure out who best is going to come through on that solution for them. Well, yeah, I would think that's what the business owners, executives want is one person to go to with marketing, branding, social media, advertising, who can either do it, like you said, with your staff mm -hmm. or knows who can and can bring in the yeah. right parties. They don't want to have to research that, figure it out on their own, because you're going to hear a million different stories as to who can do what and who's good at what. And they all sound good, but in reality, the rubber doesn't always meet the road. And right. with Elevate, it absolutely does. I can take from personal experience mm -hmm. having Elevate done branding and marketing and social media for many of my businesses I've been involved in. So I can certainly be a testimonial to what you're capable yeah. of doing both in-house and with partners. So that is truly unique. And I love the fact that you've narrowed it down to what your core in-house strengths are. And you don't try to be all things to all people, but then you do try to partner with exactly. other trusted resources. So exactly. that's exactly what it's all about. We're going to talk more about that because that's a fundamental part of the EOS journey is identifying is. who you are. And in the next segment, we're going to get into that and we're going to hear about your EOS journey. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Getting a Grip and this is on the Michigan Business Network. We are coming right back. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. You're listening to Getting a Grip. This is Mike Maddox. I am your host. This show airs on the Michigan Business Network every Monday, and I think it airs repeatedly throughout the week. I'm not entirely sure about that, but I'm fairly certain that once they listen to the content, they're bumping other shows and just putting Getting a Grip 24 hours a day, all day. I mean, I on, have it on uh, repeat. All yeah. Day long. I mean, that's what yeah. most people should do, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, it's kind of like if you go to, what is it, TBS, it's everybody loves Raymond 24 hours a day. I think it's going to be the same thing on NBN 3 yeah, with this show, but that's that. just kind of my view of how I see things. <laughs> Katie Seglin-Benny is my guest. Katie is the president and CEO at Elevate Marketing Company here in Lansing, Michigan. Katie, in the first segment, we talked about what is unique about Elevate and who you are and what is your core strength as a business and your purpose, mm -hmm. cause, and passion. Those are EOS terms. So I want to hear about yeah. your EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System Journey, how you discovered it and what it's meant to you as a business owner and also as a person. Yeah, absolutely. So I was first introduced to EOS while I served as the, and Elevate served as the, basically a virtual marketing coordinator for ASK, which is kind of how we became to know each other. Yeah. And ASK had, you know, 30 some employees and they were really looking to take the company to the next level and 
I'm not sure how you became known to EOS, but being sitting on that position, that seat of the marketing role, um, yeah, I was part of that leadership. Team. You mm-hmm. sat on my yeah. leadership team. Yep. When I was yep. CEO so, of ASK, you were the marketing leader. Yes. And so I just kind of went through the same motions that any other W-2 employee at ASK had with the leadership team. And the thing that I love about EOS is that it can be super simple. And that's, I think, what's really, there are a lot of complexities and a lot of layers to EOS. But working with ASK on their EOS journey, we made it very simple. And I guess that's one of the core underlining foundations of EOS is not to overcomplicate it. Everyone has data and metrics that they're responsible for, all the good things. And so Elevate is significantly smaller than what ASK was at the time. And so how do you make EOS applicable to a company that has three, four employees? And so we worked with you as kind of like our EOS implementer, being able to still take the foundational core structure of EOS and make it applicable. So we still have a lot of seats, but we had to learn how a single person can sit in multiple seats and still be responsible for metrics and accountability and all of those things. And once we went through the VTO, we really had a crystal clear picture of what it is that we specialize in, how our business model is structured, what our core values are. And once we defined all of those things, especially as a marketing company, we quickly learned how to turn our new way of doing business into a marketing and selling piece because we could clearly talk about what we do, what we value, how we operate, what our purpose, mission, passion is. We talked about that with our staff. We talked about that with our contractors. We talk about it with our clients and we tie that into what makes us different when we have an opportunity to meet with new potential clients as well. That's fascinating because it became part of your branding. It became part of your hiring. It became part of your marketing. And I remember well something you said at the beginning, which is, you know, the questions you and I discussed about is EOS going to really be applicable to this three, four person company, Mm -hmm. you know, versus a company of 30 or 40 people or 50 people or more. And the answer was a resounding, in my opinion, yes. And I've worked with other companies of your size now where we've had the same experience. The concepts are the same. I mean, setting a clear vision, you know, making sure everyone's aligned on that vision, having the right people and having the right structure, making sure that the right seats are filled. And like you said, the one change for a smaller company is you may be in multiple seats, but that works as long as you define the roles and you have the right metrics. Then issues start to come up and you solve them. And then you build processes and you get traction. So it's the same six elements. It's just done slightly differently than if you had, you know, a team of 50 people. So, but it works just the same. And that's been your experience. Yeah. And I think one of the things that I think just as a business owner, I've kind of changed my stress level a little bit of you get an issue and it seems like this big hairy issue that you have no idea how to solve. And instead of festering over it and clearing your day to try and figure out how to solve it in one day. You add it to the issues list. It's an issue. Everything is just an issue. And if you have 
somebody that you can work with, whether you're a small business owner as one person, do you have a community of other business owners that you can talk to and bounce ideas off? Or if you have a company of 30 people, then you lean on your leadership team. I don't think business is really designed to be run on an island by yourself. You have to have people to lean on. And I think a lot of EOS has that team element where you have to iron these things out together as a team. Yeah, it's built in. And you're right, the clarity and the peace of mind that comes from it's just an issue. We can IDS it, we can solve it, we can prioritize it. And we'll get into more of that after the break. We've got some commercials to get to, but do not go anywhere because we are coming back. We are committed to this. We're coming back and we're going to talk about more stuff. You're listening to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. And supplies. At DBI, we do office and have been exceeding our customers' expectations since 1984. DBI is celebrating its 30th anniversary as a premier office supply and furniture dealer in mid-Michigan. DBI offers more products and services than any other office supply and furniture dealer in mid-Michigan. Find out what DBI can do for your office at dbis.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. You know, I did the Bottom Line IT podcast for so many years that I'm so tempted every time we come back from a commercial to go, welcome back to Bottom Line IT. But that would be wrong because we're not talking about IT. We're talking about EOS. And honestly, it's a lot more fun talking about EOS. I mean, I would have never said that before, but talking about IT can be a little dry. That might be breaking news to people, but breaking it can be news. a little bit dry. But we're not. This is Katie Saglambeni. I'm Mike Maddox. Katie runs and operates Elevate Marketing, and she runs on EOS at Elevate. And we're talking about, in the last segment, you made mention of the fact that once you implemented EOS into your business, your stress level got alleviated because you were able to, and I can relate to this, as a business owner, there's a million problems going through your head all the time. They're with you when you get up, they're with you when you go to bed. You carry the burden, right? Heavy is the head, where's the crown, right? And EOS allows you to take all those thoughts, put them on your issues list first. So let's start with that. For people who are not running on EOS, what the heck is an issues list? What does that mean? To even back up further, One of the things that we did right away when we started implementing EOS is change how we structure our meetings and our team meetings. And one of the things that we did for years is not hold a meeting with our team, specifically on Elevate Marketing Company. We held meetings all the time for our clients, but we never really treated ourselves like a client. And so that I think is one of the first important things is, are you holding meetings constructive, productive meetings. How many times have we sat, I mean, before EOS at ASK, we held meetings all the time with one too many people on the leadership team. And half of the information that we were talking about, we were going down rabbit holes. We were beating dead horses, you know, all the animals of EOS. Those stuffed animals probably would have been thrown around the room like crazy if we would have had them then. I chair and facilitated those nonsense meetings. And I look back and go, holy cow, what a colossal waste of time. 
And I think that's one of the things like the running jokes of like business or having a business or being involved with a business is like how many meetings could have been a phone call, a text message or an email. And I think one of the important things with EOS is we want to alleviate that. We want to have productive, constructive issue solving meetings. And what we call them level 10 meetings. Level 10 meetings. So if you don't have an issues list, you're not going to have a productive defined meeting. And I think that's one of the things that's really nice about EOS is when you have an issue, something comes up, an employee resigns, a client cancels a meeting, a pandemic arises. How the heck are you going to shift your business? How are you going to navigate inflation and raising prices and all of those things? All of those things can really weigh down a business owner and clutter your mind, especially if you're sitting in that visionary seat. If you're absorbing all of those issues and thoughts, that is taking away from your ability to think creatively for your business and help your business grow. So those types of things come up day in and day out. There are things today that I still deal with on a daily basis that are not fun. I don't love it, but it's just an issue. And so I add it to the issues list. And then when we have a structured team meeting every week, bi-week, weekly, whatever the rotation is for your meeting, you use that issue list as a guide and basically an agenda for how you structure conversations. You have short-term issues and long-term issues. Yeah. And short-term issues, they're just the issues that we really need to solve this quarter. These have to be addressed now. Long-term are, they're issues, they're important, Mm -hmm. but we don't have the bandwidth time or they don't rise to the level of importance of the other issues or the rocks that we have or the objectives that we have to be dealt with this quarter. But we don't want to lose them. We want to capture them. So that's alleviating in and of itself that we've got it. It's on the list. It's just long-term. But short-term, we do something called IDS, which is identify, Mm -hmm. discuss, and solve. Explain that and how that's worked in your experience when you've uh, been a part of an L10 meeting. Yeah. So first and foremost is we just have to call it how it is. What's the issue? And then sometimes that in itself, you can go around the table with your group round and round. Really, what is the root issue? Yeah. Is the root issue that, you know, take inflation, for example, is the root issue that we don't know how to up our prices because we're getting charged more from our services? Like, what is the root issue? What is really causing this to be something that we have to navigate. Yeah, separating um, the symptoms from what is really exactly. at the root of this. And sometimes that's what you have to do is talk about all your symptoms to finally get back around the table and say, oh, I know yeah. what the root issue is. And just being able to verbalize that, verbalize the symptoms and that sort of thing, those are all things that you have to do to figure out what your root issue is. Once you have your root issue, then you have a discussion phase. So. I for identify, D for discuss, and you discuss, you know, what is the root issue? How do we come up with a solve for it? You just kind of talk about the issue and massage it. What would work? What would work to alleviate this issue forever? Here are a couple different options. And then eventually you can come up with a solution and solve it. Some issues remain an issue for a while, a short-term issue, because maybe you have to you know, go back and do some more research or get questions answered. I like to say they have to be solved in steps. So sometimes in that solving process, we can't solve it completely, but we can Mm -hmm. take steps to move it closer to solve. So you keep the issue open, you assign the action item and the to-do, 
and then you circle back at your next L10 meeting and move it farther forward. You're taking the chunk approach. We're chunking pieces of it off exactly. and until you uproot it forever. And I always still tell clients that I would rather that you IDS and get to the root of one issue in your L10 meeting mm-hmm. and solve it forever than 15 issues that you're solving for never, that you're just kind of lawn mowing the weeds. You're just kind of throwing mm-hmm. stuff at it, hoping it works. And uh, as teams get healthier, they do that. We are out of time. That went really fast, but I appreciate you sharing your experience on that. Out of time in this segment, we're coming back. Like we're not done, done. We're just out of time in this segment. There's more. There is more. So don't go anywhere. Listen to these commercials that are incredibly important. And then we'll be back after the break. You're listening to Getting a Grip. Do a double take, see me on fire, see that I can break. Knew I'd be great, knew I would rise through all of the pain. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. This show exists to talk about how to drive inefficiency, dysfunction, frustration, and headaches out of your business. And we do that through the EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. I'm Mike Maddox. I'm your host and EOS implementer in Michigan, and I travel. So I will be an implementer regardless of where you're at. So if you're in Hawaii, Bermuda, anywhere warm this time of year, I'm your guy. (laughs) And if it's someplace colder, I can recommend a good implementer for you. Katie Seglin-Benny is the CEO of Elevate Marketing Company. Elevate is a tremendous marketing company in Michigan with clients all over the U.S. Katie, we've talked about a lot of stuff, but I want to get into some of the tools. Now, for those that don't know the EOS framework, it's not just processes that make this program work, but it's a whole set of tools that help you individually and collectively as a business be more efficient, more productive, healthier, and have more traction. We can't hit them all. So like, what are some that have resonated with you over the years that have really worked for you and made a difference in your professional life? Yeah, well, I think especially as a small business owner, you know, we've got a team of five people at most, and that's including our contractors. And so one of the things that's super important to me is to make sure that my team is doing the tasks and the responsibilities that they love and that are great. So one of our core values as a company is to have a life first business. And like just a core value in itself is like our people matter. Our people matter more than the skills. Yep. Skills can be trained on, skills can be sharpened. But if your people are like just fundamentally unhappy or they just don't jive, personalities don't jive, like our people are really important. That's one of the things that I really value the most is I feel like my team is like my babies. Like I love them. I love hearing about their life, but I also want them to succeed. And in some sense, I want them to get as much experience with us that they have outgrown us and go on to do bigger and better things, which a lot of my staff 
you know, over the years has done. They have outgrown their positions. And I don't look at that as a negative thing. I look at that as I have provided you with as much experience as possible that you want to go to the next level and work for a large company or go do something different. How do you identify that love and great? Because we use terms like, and we use quadrants. What are the things that I love and I'm great at? What are the things I like and I'm good at? What are the things that I'm good at, but I don't really like? What are the things that I I do, but I hate, and I'm probably not that good at? So how do you identify the love and great? We call it delegate to elevate, but explain it. Yep. The delegate to elevate tool is a tool that we use pretty much quarterly with our staff. And we can even use this tool with our clients. So you have the four quadrants and everybody in an ideal world, everyone would be sitting in a love and great, you know, that top left quadrant. These are tasks that you love to do and that you're really great at doing. And then you have the quadrant of these are the tasks that I like to do and I'm good at doing, but maybe they're tasks that you want to continue to sharpen to be able to level them up and get into that love and great. So from a training perspective and a professional development, as a business owner, that tells me what areas of this role this person wants to continue to learn. That can help me even craft a training program for them and career advancement. Now, if they're sitting in the don't like, but they're good at, that means that they're sitting in a position or being dealt tasks that could potentially burn them out. If we're not looking at that top two quadrants, the love and great and the like and good, they could get burnt out. They could get annoyed with their position. They could lose the passion for their job, passion for the company, even though they're good at it. Like there's things that I'm good at, but I don't like to do them. Right. You know, it's interesting. And you said it exactly the way I view it. And the way I coach on it is when you break the stuff that you do into those quadrants, You know, you're right. You can't just wave a magic wand and say, okay, I'm only going to do right now, starting today, I'm only going to do my love and great. You can do your love and great, keep doing that. The liking good, can you move it into the love and great through training or investment? And it's frankly, it's not that bad. You like doing it. It's not love, but we all have things we don't love, but we like. The lower two quadrants, the don't like and you're good at it. You can do those things for a while, but you have to have a time limit. So how are you going to delegate that? How are you going to find another way to achieve that? Is it something that could be outsourced? Can you automate it through technology? Is somebody else in the team? You Often what I find is somebody else goes, I love that. I freaking love doing that. And I'm like, you do? Like, I hate it. I don't like it. And they take it over. But there has to be a time limit. And the stuff that you hate, 99% of the time, People are not really good at them anyway. Those are things often that you can stop doing. They don't really even need to be done because they're not being done well. Or again, somebody else may be able to do it. So I love that you brought up that tool. I just said, of all the tools in the U.S., and there are tons of them, what's your top? And you said, delegate, delegate immediately. And I would tend to agree that's in my top three, right? And after the break, we're going to talk about some other tools that you found beneficial. And believe it or not, we are at a break point. So we're going to go to commercial and listen to these ads. And whatever it is they're selling, buy it because it's got to be really good because <laughs> they wouldn't sponsor the program if it wasn't really good. I actually yeah. don't know that to be a fact, but I'm not even sure there's ads. But we're coming back after the break. So don't go anywhere. For something to grow, it takes time. 
like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. Welcome back once again to Getting a Grip on the Michigan Business Network. This show airs every Monday on the Michigan Business Network. If you Google Michigan Business Network, you will find it. It's got a little tie in the logo. And you look under shows and hosts and you will find Getting a Grip. And there's a picture of me from like five years ago because I was thinner and younger. And so that's what we put out there. But now you're stuck with looking at me the way I am right now. In any event, it's not about me. As I said earlier, it's about Katie. Katie Seglin-Benny is the president of EOS, of Elevate Marketing Company. He just got promoted. Of Elevate Marketing Company here in Michigan. And we're talking about how EOS has been instrumental in Elevate's success over the years. And I love the last segment you talked about, you know, investing in your people through the Delegate to Elevate tool and getting folks into roles that they love to do and they're great at. What's another tool that you've used in EOS that you found really beneficial? Yeah, the other one that I personally love that I need to be doing more of and being held accountable to doing more. But every time I do it, it just feels like almost a therapy session with yourself in some sense. It is taking clarity breaks. And I think that this is really a tool that goes hand in hand with Delegate to Elevate. And I've often even advised like our team every quarter, like take a clarity break, go sit out in the woods, go to a coffee shop, don't take any electronical devices, take a pen and a pad of paper and just write down everything that's weighing on you. Things that you're excited about, things that you're passionate about, things that you look forward to, like that moment. Is it, I'm really looking forward to vacation, but yeah. I'm overloaded with how much work or I'm stressed out because I have to plan two weeks in advance to take three days off. Like those are one, just issues that can come out of that for IDS. But then it's also a really great way for us to look at that list and put that list, each item, put them into a quadrant. Is it something that you like and good? You might discover, oh my gosh, I hate being in my email box. Yeah. My inbox. I'm not good at email management. I shouldn't be responsible for my, and you might have those aha moments of like, okay, this is something I have to delegate to. Right. So, you know, the fact that you have 7,000 emails in your inbox could be something that's weighing on you because in the back of your mind all day long, you're thinking, when am I going to get the chance to sort through my inbox? You that know, sounds like a great job for a VA. <laughs> yeah, you know, clarity breaks. I think it's Keith Sullivan who says, you know, you can take away, I think he wrote the road less stupid. I think I have that correct. But mm-hmm. he says, you could take away, you know, every business tool I have, you could take away everything I've learned in business. You could take away all the connections, all of it. If you just left me with clarity break time or thinking time, I can rebuild the wealth because it's so foundational. And what I find when I do a clarity break, I do what you suggested, is I go somewhere where I have some privacy, some seclusion, I'm not distracted by email dings or notifications on my phone, and I just think, what is it that's really bugging me? And I do it in my yeah. personal life, and I do it for my personal life and my business. 
and I just start writing. You know, what are the things that are really bugging me? You know, it's really interesting. When I start a clarity break, I usually feel like there's like a hundred things that are crushing me. When I really write them down, it's like 12 things. Like it's really not a hundred, but in my mind it's bigger it than I think like it is. It. Yeah. When I get it on paper, then I start going, okay, can I impact that? Is there something I can do about that? Or is it an issue I need to talk to somebody? If it's a business issue, do I need to put it on the issues list for their IL-10 at the company? The personal issue, do I need to put it on the issues list to talk to my wife about? Except for with Anna, I can't call it an issues list and I can't say we're IDSing it because she'll be like, you're not USing me. Right. I'm like, no, no. So I keep it <laughs> hidden. I've got the issues list down here and I'm like, so can we talk about the fact that that vacation that we're thinking about so might be slide. a bit expensive? And, and <laughs> yeah. she's like, are you reading an issues list? I'm like, no, 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 no just no. random conversation, honey. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, you know, she's on to me with that and everything else. But the point is then it becomes actionable and my stress level goes down. So my mind clears up and I can start okay. to think about things more clearly. I become more creative. I become better at my job. So I couldn't agree with you more. For me, that's my number one tool. Clarity breaks. Of all the tools, that's been the one that's been most transformative. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think they go hand in hand. And I, I think a lot of the tools, business owners look at it as like, you know, all the EOS tools, those are only for our leadership team. And I think this can cascade all the way down your org chart and your accountability chart, especially if you have a core focus on your team and making yeah. sure that your people are happy and healthy in the positions that they're in. Because if they're not giving honest feedback and given a safe space for them to be able to vocalize things that you know, maybe positions that they're stuck in or tasks that they're stuck in and that sort of thing, you're never going to be able to elevate, yeah. <laughs> elevate your company. And so Clarity Breaks, Delegate to Elevate, all of those tools, I definitely encourage everyone in the organization. It doesn't have to be a monthly thing, but at least have an opportunity for your team to dedicate time to do. You know, it's interesting as a business owner or executive, if you're in the early stages of implementing EOS or if you're contemplating it, you will know that EOS is starting to get caught. It's caught, not taught. It's getting caught in your organization when you start to hear. And I've run companies of 50 people. I've run companies of 250 people and I've coached companies of 50 people and I've coached companies of 250 people. And in both cases, I've heard once it starts, I know it's there. When I have somebody in the organization, maybe in a mid-level or an entry-level management or even staff level, say to me, I took a clarity break the other day and I thought of something. Yeah. Or I was doing some delegate to elevate work and I realized I'm in the wrong job. I mean, that's yeah. awesome to hear that So because it's actionable. And mm -hmm. we're out of time in this segment already. Man, time goes fast when I'm talking to you, Katie. We are coming back. We have more to talk about. And to tee it up, we're going to talk to Katie in the next segment about her favorite inspirational movie scene, song, or poem. We're going to get to it. This is a new thing with getting a grip. So be ready. We're coming back. Now hiring? Capital Area Michigan Works can assist you with your hiring needs, all at no cost. From large-scale hiring assistance to locating the right candidate for a hard-to-fill position, Capital Area Michigan Works is your resource. We offer creative solutions from career fairs to on-the-job training grants and scholarship programs to make sure you have the best and brightest employees. Visit our website at www.camw.org to learn more about how we can assist your business with its hiring needs. This 
Welcome back. Once again, I'm getting a grip. This is Mike Maddox. I am your host, Katie Saglumeni, President and CEO of Elevate Marketing Company, is my guest. Katie, we have covered a ton of ground. It's so good having you on the program. It's great to hear your experience both personally and professionally with the U.S. and what it's meant to your people and how it's meant for shaping the culture and the core values of your business and how that's permeated everything from how you hire to clients you bring on to how you work with clients to what you present to clients. And so that's transformative. And I think you said something early in the broadcast, which I really like, which is EOS is incredibly simple. I like to call it brilliantly simple, but it's incredibly powerful and not easy to implement, which is why you need people like me. I'm here if you need me or other. There's a lot of EOS implementers, but, you know, pick one that fits your style. I appreciate so much you sharing your story and your journey. And I started a new thing for this podcast. It's what the podcast is all about. is about EOS and what it means to business people and how it's transformed them or how they've experienced it. And I realized that we're all motivated by different things. So this segment is, and I got to come up with a name for this segment and maybe some music that goes with it. But Maybe if I'm you knew a really great marketing person, you yeah, can pick their mind. Yeah. If I know any, I'm going to Google some marketing yeah. firms after. <laughs> yeah. See if there's one that will take you on as a client. So there's your challenge, Katie. I need music for this segment and a name. Okay. But the whole idea is what's your most favorite inspirational song, quote, movie scene, you know, whatever. If you're one of my kids, they've seen clips from so many movies that have motivated me over the years that they can quote them word by word for word. But I'm going to go to you now. Are you ready? I am. I am. Well, I think for a lot of business owners, that one scene in office space where they're just beating the crap out of the printer. I feel like that is just like something that's very relatable that every business owner wants to do is just go beat their printer with a bat. But completely um, gangsta on the printer, the gangsta music playing and the bat and they're kicking it. Yeah. That aside, I do think one of the quotes that has always stuck with me over ever since that I started this business back in 2015 is by Grace Hopper. The most dangerous phrase in our language is that we've always done it this way. And I think that that is a really, really telling quote. And I often refer back to it of like, why are we doing this? If it's a process, if it's a way, if it's a service offering, like, is it because we've always done it this way? Or is it because this is something that works? Or has some value? Does it really have any value? Does it have value? Maybe it had value pre-COVID. Maybe it had value 10 years ago when you first started the business. But as technology changes, our economy changes, our business changes, the people within our company change. And I think that this is a very, very important quote to keep in the back of your mind when you're considering implementing EOS. And if you're looking at implementing EOS, I strongly encourage having an implementer not because I want you to hire Mike, but because well, that wouldn't be I, a bad reason. Let's just be that's clear. a fantastic reason. Yeah, but, but I also but think I that you need a third party that's removed from the nitty gritty of the business to help you navigate and help you craft the right way to implement EOS because it can be implemented in so many ways. 
And I've often talked with other business owners that have kind of done EOS and they're like, well, how do you do it? Because you're so small. Well, I've had the luxury of having Mike in my back pocket, but I know that when other companies try to self-implement, they, well, we're going to not do it this way just for the one time. And really like EOS takes, it's a marathon. It's not something that you're going to implement in 30 days. You can start. But usually, and I don't know, I don't want to overspeak, but usually after a year that you have it under your belt, you can finally come up for air and say, okay, we have a good idea of how this works in our business now. But if you've always done the same thing over and over and over again, I mean, it's a definition of insanity of that if you've always done it this way and it's painful and it's not working then it's time to make a change and it's time yeah. to at least attempt to do something different. You know, I've never heard that quote exactly that way, that the most dangerous phrase in the English language, Grace Hopper, rear admiral and American computer scientist, but I love it. And I'm going to use that because that to me, when I first meet a company that's considering EOS and I talk to them about what EOS is, I always warn them that if you are a company that is not going to embrace change, you're not ready because it will challenge everything you're doing. And it's not to say it'll replace everything you're doing, but it will challenge it. And Mm -hmm. the, we do it this way because we've always done it this way is not a good enough reason to continue. There has to be value in it. And um, that's why it's not easy because human beings resist change. Like we do. Especially Um, if it's an idea that we came up with. You have like this personal tie of like, what am I not smart? Do you not like me and take it personally? It has nothing to do with that. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a great quote. Great. First time I've done this segment, you hit it out of the park, Katie. That's a great quote. I'll come back anytime. You'll be welcome back anytime. (laughs) I want to thank you for being on. Thank you for all the insight. If you're interested in reaching Katie at Elevate Marketing Company, the website is Elevate Marketing Company. Almost. ElevateMarketingCo.com. 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 She is Katie Seglin-Benny. Thanks again, Katie, for being on. Thanks, Mike. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your neighbors. Gather the family around on podcast day and just listen to Getting a Grip. We'll be back next week. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, everyone.